0: Welcome to the Poet and the Reader Podcast. If you like chatting about all things bookish, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Shanice.
1: And I'm Vina, and welcome to just a chatty episode. We're going to catch up yes. because we haven't discussed a few things with you guys, and even with you, Shanice. There's a lot to be covered, and yes. no time like the present. So, <laughs> what's <whilst laughs> new? No, how you been?
0: I've been good. How about you?
1: You know, it's the summer. It's hot. I was in Arizona. It was hot tur and yeah, I um, told you. Yeah, you you told me, and I was still not prepared. <laughs> yeah,
0: I told like I don't know for some reason Vina didn't think it was like extremely hot there, and I was like, girl. I was like, I'm Dominican. 100. I'll
1: be fine. I was not fine. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> no, I, I and I know that because uh, um, years ago when I went when we went cross country to California, we stopped in Arizona. For like maybe a few hours and we got out the car and I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, I need to get back in the car. It's too (laughs) hot for me. I don't like this. And we spent the night there or some shit like that. But I remember that heat. I was like, and my also my best friend lives. One of my best friends live in Arizona. And yeah, uh, you told me that. Hates it. Hates it. Absolutely hates it. It's
1: so funny because I was I took a bookstore tour, which I'm going to talk about later, and my seating buddy, the one that was next to me, was like, "I used to live here with my husband, and he said we are never coming back here. Can we please leave?" And I was like, "Damn!" it's And then I don't see people like outside ever. And I was like, "Where is everyone?" Yeah. It's just they don't leave their house.
0: They they, they will stay. Be outside in January when it's when it's
1: cooler. <laughs> Yeah. My Uber driver was like, you need to come back in January. It's like 70 degrees. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds more manageable than this.
0: You know, actually, that is so funny because um, I had wanted to see my best friend and I was just like, oh, you know, it was during school time. So I was like, oh, you know, um, maybe I could come for the summer. She said, no, you won't, bitch. Come. in January," <laughs> And I was just like, what? And she was like, yes, come in January. Don't come in the summer. You will die.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And she
0: knows me. I have eczema like, oh, my God, I'm just I'm a wimp here. You think I'm a mm-hmm. wimp in DR. I'm a wimp, and you know, I don't like the heat at all. Like,
1: you know, I what's interesting know. that my curls loved the Arizona weather is that does Did that it? make sense? Yes, I don't like know. my curls are way more. I don't know if it's volume or what the word is, but I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> my curls wow, look amazing. I know, I was I, like, how I, is that w- affecting it?
0: When I went over there, I was like still young, so I was still, I didn't have any like proper. Um, healthy habits with my hair mm-hmm. I was still using like mousse and gel in my hair so like gotcha. I don't know maybe gotcha. if I go there now maybe I'll see like how it, how my hair yeah. Is. yeah
1: I don't know why we're maybe. talking about curls right now but that happened
0: <laughs> it happened it happened and
1: oh jeez. anyway so we're gonna do things in a different way this time uh, we're gonna do current reads first and then yes, we are breaking tradition. Then we're going with the flow and just chatting it up. So, what's your current read?
0: Oh, okay. So before I go into my current read, I yeah. want to say that I DNF'd another book and another mm. one bites the this mm. Um, I actually returned it um today and picked up my new books, which I'll talk about later. Okay. But I DNF'd um. Why can't I think of the book that I DNF'd? I DNF'd it. it's like, part of the I, past I, 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 I mind. right it's part of my past um, i'm not dnfing it for like um forever i'll probably pick it up again but uh she who will who became the sun the radiant emperor number one by shelly mm-hmm. parker chan i don't know what it is i don't know like because i know that i'm very much a mood reader i've, I've discovered that by myself this year mm-hmm. but um i don't think i'm in the mood for that it was just like very slow paced and like I like I love the writing and you know what is so funny my co I was talking to my coworker about this book and I was like it's really good but I'm having a hard time like staying connected with the book and he was like do you think that it has something to do with the environment that we live in now how like everything is like accessible and like it has to be automatically inviting for us to keep to it instead of like back in back in the day like Virginia Woolf and like all these other writers like Jane Austen and and mm. they would like write on and like you wouldn't get to the point for a very long time. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. just like maybe and, like it's it's interesting to think about like we have TikTok now. We have all these things and like mm-hmm. you have to catch my atten- uh, attention in like two to three seconds, you know?
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: Right. Huh. And it's just like and he was like it, it books are kind of like given to you. Like oh, this is the plot like here. This right. is what we're going to talk about. But right. like this book wasn't that way. It, it's it's very like uh what like a Song of Achilles. What was it called? Like a uh, like an epic. Like it just like took its mm-hmm. time.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know.
0: I just I'm not with it right now. But whatever. okay, maybe okay. I'm, I'm gonna pick it up again. But I want to read it. I just I'm not in the mood anyway.
1: Okay, that's
0: so, fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm still reading Crossfire by Stacy Anchin, which I mentioned in our last episode. Um, But this is the first collection of poetry by Chin. And there's so many great poems in here and I'm really enjoying it. I've been um, underlying like crazy, but Mm. I feel like the sometimes with poetry, I feel a lot. And like, Mm -hmm. I already feel a lot in the in the recent
1: in a general sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the general sense of like the recent events that have been going on. Like, I just have so much emotions. And I think like. I need to read books that kind of take me out of those emotions and like make me believe in love again, make me believe in like like happy, like give me positivity instead of like like not saying mm-hmm, that poetry doesn't mm-hmm. give me positivity. It just makes me like you know what I'm saying? Like it makes you feel a lot <laughs> and I'm and I'm like I need to not feel right now. You know what I'm saying? If that makes I sense. I got you.
1: I got you. Now yeah. You I need I
0: need to not feel the feels. I need to feel like, you know, <laughs> that I'm I'm being like transported to another dimension, you know.
1: No, yeah, yeah, I got you. So,
0: my next what I'm reading currently now is Ophelia Mm -hmm. After All by Raquel Marie. I'm so excited uh, you're reading this. Oh my god, oh my god, okay. Uh, So, Ophelia (laughs) Rojas knows what she likes. Her best friend, Cuban food, rose gardening, and boys. Way too many boys. Her friends and parents make fun of her endless stream of crushes, but Ophelia's a romantic at heart. She couldn't change even if she wanted to. So when she finds herself thinking about cute, quiet Talia Sanchez, uh, then the loss of a perfect prom with her ex-boyfriend sees a doubt takes root in Ophelia's firm image of herself. Add to the impending end of high school and the fracturing of her once solid friend group, and things are spiraling a little out of control. But the course of love and sexuality never did run smooth as her secrets began to unravel begin to unravel ophelia must make a choice between clinging to the fantasy version of herself she's always imagined or upending upending um everyone's expectations to rediscover who she really is after all mm.
1: and how's every- it going
0: I'm really loving it. Oh, my God. I oh, love I'm it so, so much. Excited. <laughs> there's a lot of... There's so many things I love about it, but, like, just to keep it short and sweet, I love the Spanglish. I'm really connecting with the character. Mm-hmm. You know, she's Cuban, and her love interest is Puerto Rican, and I just love reading books that amplify cultures, especially in, like, queer settings, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing that I really like about this book that I forgot to, like, write down is that her mother in the book is a English professor, and, like, they, she's, like, quoting Shakespeare, and even though I don't really like Shakespeare, I like that she knows it, and, like, she was named after Ophelia from Hamlet. Mm. And, um, she, they, like, uh, her mom reads, like, a William Blake poem, like, she quotes it, and then they quote William Carlos Williams, and, like, she knows it, and I'm just kind of, like, um... Ophelia are you my daughter like what's good like, <laughs> if my daughter's not finishing my quotes then you might as well go back into the womb like you know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> I love that oh yeah. I can't wait to hear your thoughts when you finish it
0: I, I, I and I'm like I'm not even 100 pages in and yeah you know I'm I'm kind of being like Vina, and I don't like it about myself but <laughs> I'm like really taking my time with this book like I, I could have came home and, like, read this book and, like, read all of it, but I didn't, you know? Like, I'm really, like... Mm-hmm. I read, like, a few pages at a time. I'm really enjoying it, like... Oh, I, I don't know. There's that. something about reading things, like, reading, like, about people from your culture that is just... It's, it's unmatched. It hits
1: you differently. Yeah. It hits. Yeah.
0: hits. And even though she's Cuban, but Cuban and Puerto Rican culture, like, um, I feel like, um, you know, um, I, I think... Puerto Rican, Cuban, and Dominican are, like, more alike than mm-hmm. we, you know, than we'd like to, like, admit, I guess, but whatever. Yeah. That's
1: true. That's true. Yeah. We like to keep it separate even though we're very close to each other.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But anyway, what do you...
1: Current um, my admitting? current read is Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I Hi. have so many thoughts. <laughs>
0: I am so afraid of what you said
1: okay um well, first of all are they because
0: the, the way you said it the way your tone is I don't like the way you said it are you...
1: <laughs> so <laughs> originally I was gonna read this in Arizona I, I brought it with me I brought three books with me that I was gonna read and the mood wasn't right I I wanted to wait to read and I was like, okay, I'll just read the two books that I brought and read this one later. Okay. Um, And then Jalissa and I are actually reading it together. Hi, Jalissa, your shout out of the day. (laughs) Um,
0: Everybody take a shot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We should actually do that. Um, So Carrie Soto is, I don't want to, okay. I think she is badass. She is fierce. She is a Capricorn, 100% Capricorn. She reminds me of you. In a nutshell. Yeah, I can't wait to read this book. Ah, you're gonna, you're gonna love her. So what I did was I, I remember Malibu Rising pretty well, and I, for those who haven't read it, she is in Malibu Rising, and she is the other woman basically. Yeah. And I thought, even off the bat, we knew like this was gonna be interesting. Like, how are you gonna make us like this character, right? Right. So uh, the book starts in the '90s. It's set in the '90s, but you go back in time to when. Her parents meet, and it's very on brand of TJR to do this, but she uh, tells you how the parents meet and how she starts playing tennis and why she started playing tennis. And you just... She is the most unapologetic person that I've read. She is super mean. (laughs) Like, almost to, like... It hurts my feelings for the other characters, but I love her all the same. And it's it's just on brand for TJR to do this because Mick Revis is a mess, but I love him. Daisy and Evelyn are a messes and they're the best. But to me, right. if I could redo my order of like main characters for TJR, Carrie is number two and that's huge Get out of here. that's huge that cuz daisy huge. you can't take daisy down because she got me into tjr so she's going to stay there regardless but my number right. 2 was evelyn Janice, and now she's not mm. <laughs> okay. she's just not um anyway let me tell you the plot i haven't even gotten into okay, it okay
0: yeah yeah like what the hell so <laughs> and also, what am i reading this book like jesus i jesus, know it without me
1: I know. You You can borrow my coffee, you can. Um, yes, so am. Carrie Soto <laughs> is a legendary athlete, and she attempts to make a comeback, as she's a tennis player, um, when the world considers her, her past her prime. So she uh, retired around 30, 32, and she decides to come back at 37. And that's okay. like unheard of at the time for someone at that at, at that age to come back to tennis um but someone is she's the best female player ever and nobody has broken her record but somebody's getting close to breaking her record and she's like before that happens I'm gonna beat this girl even though she's younger than me <laughs> um but she is so ruthless and like there's something about her uh, writing this character that you I've never read someone like this before. Um, okay. people don't like her. She you've doesn't only, have a lot of friends. You've
0: only, uh, you've only experienced this person. You don't, you, <laughs> know, you never
1: read no, stop, it's, uh, Anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Carrie decides to, um, let's see. She's the best player of the world has ever seen. She has shattered every record and claimed 20 Grand Slam titles, which is so impressive. Um, and she... <sighs> The way that she wins, she's like, duh, I won. Like, I'm entitled to win because I'm the best. She's insane. I love her. She's crazy. Um, But her father is her best friend and also her coach. And they decide to um, come back together and train. And he has been her trainer since she was two years old, which is insane. How do you train at two years old? It's crazy. Um, But six years after retirement, Carrie finds herself sitting in the stands of 1994 US Open, watching her record be taken from her by a brutal, stunning player named Nikki Chan. At 37, she makes the decision to come out of retirement and be coached by her father for one last year in an attempt to reclaim her record. Um, even if it means swallowing her pride to train with a man she once almost opened her heart to, which is Bo Huntley. I freaking love Bo, and I can't wait for you to meet Beau. He's also a tennis player, um, and they mm-hmm. train together, and they're around the same age. And he hasn't retired, but he's like, my body is a mess, but I'm going to keep playing this game because I love it so much. And she trains right. with him. Um, I'm s- I'm doing the Vena thing, and I'm taking my sweet time. So I have Bro, 84 pages Vena left. Thing. Yeah, I have a 84 the pages Vena left. Thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have customers coming in and saying, I'm doing a you, and I'm taking my time, and I'm like, oh, my God, guys, yeah, just, just yeah, read the book.
0: just hashtag it. Let's copyright it. Let's, <laughs> let's, that's going to be a part of our Instagram thing, our bio. is oh like God. the Vena thing.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I started at July 1st, and I'm still It's – it's been 11 days later, and I'm still on page 300. So – I do do I think people are gonna so love Carrie reaction. I don't know I don't know but I really like her so
0: well I what a one thing I can't wait is for the reactions from your store like I can't wait for customers to be like
1: I know oh my god Carrie Soto <laughs> like people have been seeing me reading it at the store and they're like oh my god tell me how it is and this and that and I'm like I, I love it I love it but I don't know if people will like stand her because she's She's not likable at all, and she knows it. Right. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm this way, and you gotta deal with it, which I think, think is amazing. That,
0: like some of the characters that um, TJR has written um, has like like she's been preparing for this moment to write this character. Do you think they will? Oh,
1: absolutely. Like, she's, she's been building really up to. That. She's been building up to this character. Um, two things yeah. that I forgot to mention. Um okay. As we we Shadilis and I were reading it, we kept comparing it to Song of Achilles stay with me for a minute (laughs) so
0: (laughs) girl i was like what the fuck i even
1: broke it down like who's achilles who's patroclus who's like i did a whole thing and i texted it to her carrie okay so tjr is doing a retelling of a song of achilles through these characters and i can't say more than that (laughs) because i'm not Wait, gonna is spoil really, it is
0: that like something no that this is connected. this is how i'm reading it this, this is, is how i'm reading it okay yeah
1: okay. so nice achilles enough. is carrie and the other characters you'll find out later but that's how i was reading it another thing that you should look out for it's in spanglish most of it because um carrie is argentinian and something okay. else um but I haven't seen T.J.R. write this much Spanish in a book before, um, so most of her conversations with her dad are in Spanish, and uh, okay. I thought that was really cool. I hope it's edited because some of the Spanish words don't work, <laughs> so I hope that's well, uh, fixed. But
0: you yeah. have to think about the dialect, though, like the dialect. Of exactly, that's what, the telling, that's what I was telling.
1: That's what I was telling Jalissa that some of the ways that they say things in Spanish are very Argentinian, so. I kind of understand that but
0: okay
1: well um, that's gonna be
0: different because like with me like the book that I'm reading um now you know there is a lot of Spanglish in it Mm -hmm. but I'm understanding it because I'm Puerto Rican
1: right and I'm Dominican you know So like, I'm understanding
0: what they're saying or like I'm getting a general consensus of what they're saying by like one thing that they say and I'm like okay I know what that means I kind of know what they're saying and Anything, like I her her
1: know. dad calls her Pichona a lot and I'm like, What in the heck is that word? I've never heard this word pichona. before. <laughs> pichona. So it's like little dove, which I think is cute. Oh, um, that is cute. Because but yeah, when I'm learning you said
0: Pichona, I think about Pinche chef from like Mexican dialect. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was like, wait, are they Which Mexican? is not
0: like, th- <laughs> is that like an insult or something? Like
1: Yeah, yeah. It sounds like an insult, yeah. but it's not. It's not um but yeah I love her I think that you will adore this lady (laughs) I'm so excited she's a Shanice and she's a Capricorn (laughs) I'm
0: I'm loving it
1: yeah um but yeah it comes out August 30th so please pre-order it it's so good and I think she's gonna end the McRiva verse (laughs) I think this is the last book Wait, and do you yes,
0: think this is the last book in this universe of, yeah. like, Evelyn Hugo? Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah I think so. Um, and, yes, McRiva <laughs> is mentioned. <laughs> um, but also Daisy is mentioned. And, yeah, people people show up in this book Evelyn one, is, is mentioned as well? Uh, ooh, is Evelyn mentioned? Not yet. Not that I've caught. Um, okay, well,
0: that's what I'm looking for
1: yeah i almost highlighted like favorite. all the mentions of other characters but that's really dorky so i didn't <laughs> why didn't you
0: do that I,
1: I should do i that. should right yeah um, you want me yeah. to do it as i go <laughs> yes yes i loved it i loved it um okay so what are we doing next i think you're telling me a secret <laughs>
0: I am telling you a secret. I'm telling you... Guys, she's keeping
1: secret- information from me. I don't, I don't like I it. I am. I'm
0: keeping... Okay, so, like, I'm keeping two secrets from her. One, she really wants to know. And one, she doesn't really know. That I want to know? She probably <laughs> wouldn't... No. I, I mean, I don't know if you want to know or not. Anyway. Okay, okay. But the second secret is the one that I'm like, I know you want to know this one. So, mm-hmm, anyway. Mm-hmm. So... I have this customer who's a romance writer. I think I mentioned her before. And um, she saw me reading in the lobby because our AC was broken. It was a very tough few days for me. I almost mm-hmm. quit because I'm not going to be working somewhere where there's no AC. And y'all know no. I don't like Arizona. I don't like New York. I don't like like the heat, you know? Right. Anyway, I was reading um, Nina LaCour, and we struck up a conversation that eventually led me to LaCour's podcast, which I listen to and I mm-hmm. love. Mm -hmm. And it's basically, like, a writing, um, it's based on, like, a Joan Didion, um, I don't know if it's an essay or a collection of work. Anyway, it's, it's on writing, and it teaches you, like, her process of writing and, like, you know, how to write characters, and I, I don't know, I just really liked it. It's called Keeping a Notebook, and I don't know, it's a really interesting, um, podcast, I really, I'm really enjoying it. Mm. Anyway, so, um... That's not even the secret. That's just let you know that I've been listening to this podcast to write um, characters better. But okay. a few days later, this customer came back and she... Well, she comes in every day, but she came back and we talked again. And she told me um, about where the Claw Dads sing. Mm. And I forgot who that's by. Um, no, by uh, Delilah Owens, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, how it's on Reese Witherspoon's book club... Reese Witherspoon Reese without her spoon anyway um <laughs> and she has her daughter reading it and told me to check it out so I did and I checked it out from the library and then I'm like oh I'm I'm reading it. Now. I'm about to read it like you know when I finish Ophelia um after all and she was like oh we could like chat about it I don't know it's just cute because I have this like outside little thing that we could like we could connect mm-hmm. with and I don't know, I really like it, you know, it's cool. She's always been a really great person, like, really cool, not one of those people that, like, you're only as good as, like, the next interaction you have with them you know mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. with anybody because like you could be really like you know we work in retail both of us you know and like yeah. you could have a really good friendship with somebody like a customer relationship with somebody and you're only as good as like your ne- next interaction you know yeah. and then you really see like how they react towards you if you don't have a book or you know something's back ordered or, and you really see like their privilege and you don't like it and you're like oh, right. fuck that right. person you know <laughs> so yeah cute
1: that's cute. it
0: yeah. See, it's a cute interaction, but it's not something that you want to know. Like, I don't know. It's, it's something. No, that's I want to know like,
1: this. This is cute. OK, OK. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. What the hell? So, <laughs> yeah. So she got her daughter reading it. And now, you know, like I'm a read in. So we get to like have these little interactions where like I'm, you know, I don't know if she's read the whole thing or she's like reading it currently.
1: Oh, uh, OK. OK. Nice.
0: Yes. This girl interrupted a tennis match so she could take this picture. That is the promo of this episode. So talk to me about that.
1: Okay, so backstory, guys. Um, I went to Arizona, and I stayed in this resort that was really cool. But will I go there again because it's so expensive? No. Um, So my room was right in front of a tennis court. And I had Carrie Soto with me. So I was like, okay, this is a perfect... Perfect setting for a picture because you guys know if you follow us on Instagram, I'm a little crazy with my pictures. Um, so, right. the horrible thing is that there was this huge gate and I couldn't get through because it was 110 degrees. So, you're not allowed to play tennis because you would die. Um, so, I couldn't right. get into the court and I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to take this picture? Uh, fast forward to two weeks today, <laughs> I'm yeah. driving around with my brother and I'm like, yo, do you know where there's a tennis court? And he's like, uh, yeah, like two blocks from the house. And he took me and there's this huge match going on. Um, thankfully it's just a kid's tennis match. So I was like, yo, they wouldn't even notice if I sneak in. So I snuck into the, <laughs> <laughs> I snuck into the court and they were having like a little meeting on the side, but they had this basket uh-huh. of, uh, tennis balls. So I just you know, swerved them and went to the court and took the picture and I think it looks great. <laughs> and I sent it to you. Let me, and me
0: and Cass talked about this before the You episode, did? Like before <laughs> us talking. And we said, well, Cass said that Vina's not the type of person to do something without asking. I think that she asked to take this I, photo. I did And I'm like, I don't know.
1: No, I didn't. This is
0: kind of cray-cray. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But I was thinking it.
1: No, I'm sure. I'm sure you did. Um, no, they didn't even notice. I was like, okay, I'm just going to take this picture. Now look, make eye contact, and I'm going to leave.
0: <laughs> they probably was talking shit about you. Like, look at this
1: Who's this weirdo? What is, what is she doing?
0: Who's this fucking be. Photographer.
1: <laughs> I will tell you that watching them play, I was like, I googled. I was like, how can I take a tennis lesson? Because this looks really fun.
0: <laughs> Yo,
1: listen, anything for the gram, okay? Anything for the gram. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah, I mean hashtag anything for the gram. <laughs> hashtag Vina things. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: just, just do the thing. Take the picture um no but I'm happy with it I showed my brother he's like holy crap that looks really good I'm like thanks that was
0: that was it I'm just I'm telling you it's a beautiful
1: photo but uh-huh. like at the same time, damn is it worth it
0: amazing. is it worth it
1: um I don't know
0: but you know it's so funny right because Vina had wanted to take this picture in front of the tennis court yes. I'm terrible with texting I'm just gonna be up front like sometimes I it makes say me things, so just... mad <laughs> I leave her on red I'm like a you light-skinned do. boy I just leave her on red um <laughs> <laughs> I'm your, I'm like your light-skinned ex. I will leave you. Truly, on that. but um, no. Let me tell you. Mm. I have a tennis court <laughs> in what? my park by my house. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say. She that. She tells but me this
1: not. three weeks later. I'm dead. I'm
0: but dead. I will tell you, it's like um, uh, my uh, the park I live next to is n- doesn't have a lot of money funded into it. Uh. So the tennis court is not like as beautiful as the picture that you took you know oh so gotcha, like,
1: gotcha gotcha gotcha
0: yeah i don't know yeah. what kind of photo we would have been able to take no but we could have yeah. bought balls from across the street <laughs> to the bodega.
1: this is true this working. is true this worked out perfectly because you know, if they, they weren't playing i wouldn't have gotten this picture at all you know so
0: yeah and you know I was driving by the um because I drive by it almost every day like you know this mm-hmm. right by my house I live right next to a park yeah. and um I was like I was looking over and I was like trying to see if they redid the tennis court and I don't think they did
1: mm. Yeah. So. okay well look out for the picture guys it will be on Instagram yes. soon
0: <laughs> yeah I'm gonna like it
1: <laughs> you better <laughs> imagine yeah, you didn't imagine you didn't though that
0: would be. Fun. Ah, think about it. <laughs> anyway, the secret that I really wanted to tell you mm. was that I requested um, Seven Days in June" by Tia Williams. <gasps> I'm gonna which, cry. Which is which was recommended by V, oh, and I'm she so loved excited. the book so much. So I ordered it to come to my library as a surprise for you. Oh, um, I don't have it right now. It didn't come yet. Um, okay. But I ordered a bunch of books. Oh, and, I'm so excited. Uh, that one was one of them.
1: Yay! Yeah. Dude, yeah. I would reread it with you if you wanted. I love that book so much. You
0: will reread this yes, book? Yes.
1: Absolutely. Wow, that's
0: crazy. <laughs> so
1: I would do the know, audio book though. I would do the audio. What happened?
0: I'm gonna hate this book because Tina <laughs> loves it. No, I'm just kidding.
1: You know, you said I, that to I'm me gonna... about tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. That's really messed up.
0: Oh, I can't wait to hate that
1: book. <laughs> that hurt but my feelings is... so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you you know why I say that too? Because I don't because I didn't I did not like your favorite book of all time.
1: I know, I know. You, yeah, you and might it, not, it you might not like um, tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, you think so? Yeah, it's possible. I guess we'll I see. I would still
0: read it. Read- <laughs> Julissa, take another shot. Um, Julissa <laughs> said that she didn't like it as much as you liked it, but yeah. she did like the book.
1: Yeah, now, and I, I don't know I, get I feel that. like you
0: and. I, I don't know, because I feel like Julissa has a very, like, nice blend of both of our...
1: Taste, Our, yeah.
0: like... Our what?
1: Our taste. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, she does. Because mm-hmm. she'll read books that's, like, so much like Vina, And yeah. then she'll read books so much like me. Which is interesting, because I have a wide variety of books that I love. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. But
0: I, I feel like they kind of t- follow a certain... I don't know, like, maybe I'm finding a like a link of, like, the books that I like. Yeah. And, like, even though I like books across all genres, there's just, like, a certain type of, like, book that I I, I think that I go for more than mm-hmm. other books. Like, I I, genu- I generally go more books that are written from perspectives of women than men. Because I feel like they have nothing. They don't need to say anything.
1: Like, <laughs> they can <laughs> no be on mute. It's okay.
0: <laughs> they can be on mute. Like, they could be a side character. But, like, they don't, you know. Yeah. No, I and got I, you. And I feel like I read I read more women authors than I do men because, like, again, why do they speak? We said that at work today. It's like, why do like uh, what, a customer has said something because like our um registers were down, uh-huh. and so this guy was like, wow, this they need to fix this because you know it's hurting your business, and I'm like, we're a multi-billion-dollar company. You think I care? Like, this is mm. not my money, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, my friend turned around to me. She's like, why do customer? Why do, like, you know, wh- those types of customers think that we care what they what, what they say, things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do men think that we care <laughs> when they speak? <laughs> and, like, you know, he was just joking and laughing about
1: it. Dude, now you got me checking how many male authors I've read. And I've only read three or four. Let me see. Yeah, four out of 25 books. That's a, That's great. I feel
0: like I've read... I've read On, Let me see. I've read... Um, <laughs> this is just a side conversation.
1: And two of them I only read because of Book Club. I wouldn't have read them otherwise. So See,
0: that's another thing. Like Yeah.
1: I'm see. happy with that. Two of them I picked out of my own desire. And one of them was Ocean Vong. So.
0: I, yeah, I was about to say that's the first... <laughs> two, um, that's one man that I've read.
1: Yeah. Ocean and S.A. Cosby are the only two I've picked...
0: Darnell Smith, I picked. I picked him. Adam Cervera, Jer- Jericho Brown. So that's four. Angel mm-hmm. Garcia, five. And I've read Billy Collins. Six books out of
1: forty-two books. Nice. Are yeah. written by men.
0: That's good. Good.
1: But, good and, job. Us. You know, I have
0: I have read the two Latinx collections, so there are men poets in there. Yeah, books. but that's I, I, they're excused. Yeah, that's okay. We're um, count them. It was edited by a woman.
1: Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, are we moving on? Yes, we, we can are. Move on. Yeah, we're fine. Um. Okay. So, I part of the event that I went to was to do a book crawl, bookstore crawl, and we went to three bookstores in Phoenix. Um, yes. So, overall, the experience was interesting. So, this conference was. Uh, it took three days, I guess, and of the, um programming of the event was to go to bookstores. So we went to, the first one was Palabra's bilingual bookstore. Absolutely beautiful. I did I did a whole video and I posted it on TikTok if you guys want to check it out. So off the bat, you come in, it's so colorful and beautiful and they have murals all over the place. So it's a local community and cultural hub with a specially curated, diverse collection of books. So once you come in, um, you see the books in English and then you, there's a second room where it's all in Spanish, and then a third room where it's all Ooh. art by the husband of the owner. And the art is beautiful. Um, so yes, wow. so it's a collection of books, an art gallery, and they have a workshop and event space. And they also have a mutual mm-hmm. aid garden, which is really, really cute. So Magaya is the owner, and she was inspired to create the bookstore because of her personal experience as the daughter of Mexican immigrants, as well as the need to provide mm-hmm. an inclusive space where uh, voices are represented and valued. Uh, so the bookstore began as an event mm-hmm. and a workshop space, and then she added on the inventory of books by BIPOC authors later on. Um, so once I went in, I had a mindset of getting a book in Spanish, but it had to be a Dominican book. Um, so I asked, okay. I asked her for recommendations and she's like, I know I have them. I just can't think right now. Cause she had a line like out the door. That was a good thing about the booksellers right. that attended the event. They all bought something from the store. Um, and I was like, I totally understand right. like you're swamped right now. Um, so instead I got like merch for the store and I got a uh, t-shirt okay. which was the design is so beautiful I'll send you a picture um, and I got like little gifts for people um, so I didn't get a book but I did support the store with their merch and yeah right, very beautiful space and the art was out of this world Um, and then after that we went to grassroots bookstore and it's When I when I heard this, I had to double check online because it's Arizona's like the state's only black owned bookstore. The whole state has one black owned bookstore.
0: Really? One. Wait, no, that took me a second. I know, I know. I was like, like, you, you mean you mean
1: Phoenix only black? And they're like, no, the whole state. And I thought that was so freaking sad. Yes, um, so. Off the bat, you come in, there's this beautiful mural with um, Toni Morrison, and uh, let me look it up because it was so gorgeous. But dude, the only, <laughs> I just can't. I had to look it up. I'm like, you're, you're kidding me right now, there's no way. And it's the whole state it only has one black-owned bookstore. That's crazy. Um, so the mural has Audrey Lord, Alice Walker, and Toni Morrison. And I also posted a picture online because it's so beautiful and okay so grassroots uh, book selection mainly specializes in african-american literature history and culture each purchase from the bookstore helps to fund grassroots activism education and economic development efforts in phoenix and they also have an in-store community library which is really cool mm-hmm. so they offer extensions and the ability to borrow a book for 30 days for only five dollars which i thought was very different oh, and i've that. never seen that done before Surprisingly big, but it had mostly art instead of books. So I think they're trying to like build up their collection. Okay. Um, they also had natural juices, which was delicious. And yeah, Ooh. I loved it. Very cute.
0: I love me a good <laughs> juice. Let me tell you well uh, me a good juice if it got some orange mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: And then the third bookstore that we went to was Changing Hands Bookstore. And once I got there, I was like, "Holy crap! I've been here because I've been to Phoenix before, um, but I forgot that I went to that bookstore." And it's a very, you know, oh. generic, large size bookstore. It felt like a Barnes and Noble to me. Um, but they offer new okay. and used books, unique gifts, toys, and more than 300 author events every year. Um, it also has a bar. So it's one of the small handful of book bars in the U.S. that serve wine, beer, and coffee drinks in addition to um, awesome. book and event offerings, which was cool. Um, surprisingly, did not buy anything here. Not, not unsurprisingly. Um, but I made sure to, you know, support the other two. BIPOC Bookstores. Um, and you picked out two books for me to read in my trip. And I I read them and I'm here to give you my book report.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um
1: so actually the first day I finished uh one of them and that was Alone With You in the Ether by Olivia Blake. Uh backstory on this that That you're watching. That's the one that
0: I prophesized that you weren't gonna like as much.
1: And you are correct. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> so backstory on this book. This book is um, a TikTok famous book, and I'm gonna stop listening yes. to TikTok. This is my firm statement that I will not be picking books because of TikTok. Because you you like summarized it so well. TikTok it has discovered reading for the first time. <laughs> Yeah. And they are very easily impressed, and I am um, I am old and have read a lot, so I'm not easily. Wait, impressed. hold on.
0: I'm gonna pu- I'm gonna put a disclaimer on it. You yeah. have to find the right. You have to find the readers of TikTok, like yeah. The, you you find like cause um I've read a bunch of stuff by uh read by Finn Flynn, Finn something like that,
1: uh-huh. and
0: her recommend they them her she I don't know what her pronouns are. But yeah. Finn's or Flynn's recommendations are amazing. I've read. Mm.
1: Maybe I just haven't found the right TikTok person.
0: (laughs) Not amazing. Sometimes they let me down. Um, Mm. But sometimes I DNF their books, but maybe it's because I'm not in the mood for it, whatever, whatever. But like, I really like their recommendations. And like, if I find a book talker, I make sure that, they are for real. They're not just playing it. You know, they're yeah. not just discovering or like just going on with the trends of like reading books mm. like you know Song of Achilles and and um and mm-hmm. um
1: the know, Sarah Evelyn J. Mass books. Not saying that those yeah. aren't,
0: mm-hmm. huh?
1: The Sarah J. Mass books. I I will never read those yeah. books.
0: <laughs> yeah, those. Sarah Sorry J. if you Maas love them. Books, I mean, I don't know, like. Th- I've, I've seen like there was problematic things around you know that and yeah. Cassandra Clare and all that stuff and I'm not mm-hmm. I'm really not into that but there's so mm-hmm. many other books by other writers that are so much better and also like POC and you know all like all different type of uh, people that have like mm-hmm. way better like you know things like um books like like in the fantasy genre world that I wouldn't recommend right. like Sarah J. or whatever I remember mm-hmm. I was sitting in class one time and some girl like was like oh you love reading because like you see me with a book every day before class. Like, yeah, I, I like to read. And mm-hmm. she's just like, you should read these books by Sarah J. Mass. And I'm like rolling my eyes, but like, I let her write down the, the list and I'm just like, okay, thank you. And I, and mm-hmm. I found the post it not too long ago. It was like in one of my older books and I laughed to myself.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Those books are not for me. They're just not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this book, uh, how do I, how do I begin? So I think I mentioned it before, but it starts like in a play format. So you get this. Yeah setting breakthrough in the book and then she forgets about it halfway through and never brings it back in the end and i thought that was Mm -hmm. it just needs editing and it needs someone to like she the way she constructs her sentences she starts with a great thought and then just lets it like drop and she doesn't finish the sentence and it i found myself like almost writing it for her. I'm like, what are you trying to say? Like, it's a deep right. thought, but you don't like follow it through and it makes me really annoyed. Um, and
0: like, sis. Uh, let, let me, let me, let me, give me, <laughs> give me, give me, give me the notebook real quick. Give let me, give me that me pen. <laughs> <laughs> give me that pen. Let me, I've read enough books.
1: <laughs> right. And then I feel like I can see why TikTok likes it because it's a relationship um, that's very, um, how was the word? It's dysfunctional, and it's not a healthy relationship. And Mm -hmm. they try to romanticize it in TikTok, and I don't think you should. I think it's two people that should not be together. Um, So there's not really a plot. It's just two people meet. One of them is in a relationship already, and they decide to have, I think, six conversations with each other. And again, I think I mentioned it before, but it reminds me of this movie where, like, can we cheat without being intimate and that's what this book was it's mm. let's get into a really deep relationship and learn everything about each other but we're not gonna touch each other or kiss or you know sleep together yeah, let's
0: like toe the line but not go across it no exactly like go exactly it. And, um, right cheating is cheating is cheating is cheating
1: <laughs> and something that i that irked me a little is that one of the characters was made um half dominican half italian And she throws that in there, but you don't really see that culture behind the character. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, if you're going to make them half Dominican, at least show that, you know? The irresponsibility
0: Um, of the writer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like,
1: if you want to make them diverse, like, actually make them diverse and not just by name. Um, And hello, I'm Dominican. So that really, really irked me. Um, So then... Uh, What else do I want to say about this book? I I wouldn't recommend it, really. And I think that it was a bit irresponsible to make one of these characters uh, make the decision of not taking their medication because one of them is... um, uh, What's the word? Uh, Bipolar. So one of the main girl is bipolar, and she decides, oh, I'm not going to take my medicine and just go with the flow of things and that Mm -hmm. came off really irresponsible to me and she even has a note at the end where she's like i don't recommend that you get off your medication but i decided to write this character this way and i'm like okay (laughs) i don't know what you want us to learn from this but the thing
0: is is like i understand like i like i love that she mentioned that in the Mm -hmm. end right Mm -hmm. and like if you're gonna have a character decide to do something that is morally against something that you would do do yeah. it for a purpose. Like, yeah. if you're going to yeah. do that, like, that mm-hmm. is the reason why they did it. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, you can't... I, I feel like in some way, and I, I, I talk about this... Um, I don't know if we, we ever talked about this on the podcast, but, like, mm-hmm. the writer's intention and then the character's intention. And, like, sometimes you don't have any control over, like, the way that your characters go because, like, right. they become their own entities. They become their own people. And, like, you... You, you personify them as that and that's why when we read these characters they feel like real people because to writers they are you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so like if you're gonna do that do it purposefully like teach mm-hmm. the audience something and yeah. yeah. like you shouldn't do that you know
1: right I, I did not learn anything from this book and that's right. you know it's a disservice to the reader Um. so yeah I get why I kind of get why TikTok likes it but it's just it wasn't for me um right wait no read the first
0: review that you got that you that you read from it because that one had me like
1: (laughs) (laughs) so uh, i actually have it up right now this person said i cried i sobbed i threw up i cut off all my hair i threw myself down the stairs i crashed my car into a grocery store i drank bleach it's just come on guys like it's uh, it's just too much it's too much um there's so many other love stories that like Seven days in June, hey. Um, that you could be reading that also deal with characters having like severe mental problems and their ways of, you know, dealing with it while also following in love that is not in a toxic way. Right. So yeah. Um, so yeah, that was one of the books that I finished. And the next one, oh God, the next one was a trip. So it's called Cold Classic by Sloan Crossley. Um, I want to apologize apologize to delissa because i made her read this with me and she dnf'd it but i did not i did not dnf and (laughs) i just had a good time it was really funny (laughs) okay so let me explain what it's about i think i mentioned in the last episode but it's about a woman who is having a reunion dinner with former colleagues and she excuse excuses herself to go buy a cigarette right a uh, pack of uh-huh. cigarettes. And then on her way back, she runs into a former boyfriend, and then another, and then another. And then she realizes night, night. that something is going on, and it turns out that her former boss and her best friend are doing an experiment with experiment with her, and it's kind of a cult experiment. So what they're doing is... I don't think this is a spoiler, but um, they are... Hmm... Using meditation and social media to make her ex-boyfriends bump into her. And I don't know how to explain okay. that without you guys reading the book. <laughs> okay, okay. So, like for example, one of the uh, characters has to um, have a conference in New York. So they made sure that whoever booked the conference was skewed to book it through social media and see like images of where she is it's just very convoluted mm-hmm. but i hope you it makes sense like they use social media to, and that happens to me like i could be talking to someone about something and then my social media reflects what i'm talking about so they yeah, use that on,
0: like what ads that what, what right. kind of apps because like instagram right. tiktok will do that like exactly people that have access to like your like those uh those click words.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the, in a way, they kind of use that to influence who bumps into who, which I thought was really okay. scary. Um, so, yeah. So, she finds out about the experiment, and sh- I'm not going to say more because it's a spoiler, but... Okay. Um, She was very unlikable, and I think that's why, Julissa, we could ask Julissa when we record with her, which hopefully will be yeah. soon. Um, But yes. she is very unlikable, very tough to kind of feel for her. Um, She's engaged and she's bumping into these ex-boyfriends and you can kind of see why she's so problematic based on who she used to be with. Um, But the (laughs) twist at the end, I was screaming. I thought it was so insane. Um did
0: you scream did you crash your car did you I you I did
1: I sobbed I threw <laughs> up <laughs> Um but I think the the author I think this is her, her first or her second novel she usually, usually writes essays um but it was just very smart and funny the way that she kind of wrapped up the book the, the ending was very abrupt which I didn't enjoy but I would give this like a solid 3 it was just fun okay. it wasn't something that I would I don't think I'll read more from her. I think I'm good with this one, Um, but I'm I'm glad I read it. Like I've never read something so weird (laughs) like this. Right. So yeah, that was that was my my trip my trip reads. Um, I like that. And I thank you for picking them for me. Yeah, of
0: course. (laughs) They were a good time. I'm glad that you had you had fun with the with the pick that I the book that I did. Wait, did I pick that one or did I pick? Yeah, you
1: you picked you picked this one called
0: classic well i'm yeah. glad that you have fun with it i'm glad that you yeah. didn't expect like it to be like this fantastic piece of work like you know and yeah no like, no it, it, no. You know?
1: it definitely yeah. wasn't because i feel like
0: that's like a downfall when you have all these expectations and it ends up being like mm-hmm. shit and you're like oh mm-hmm. my god it's even worse because you had these expectations so that's i what feel I'm like if say, like
1: if TikTok had recommended this to me, then I would have hated it, if that makes any right. sense. Because my expectations right. are way too high for TikTok, and they need to need to be lowered.
0: Yeah, you need to, like, lower that bar. Yeah. You need to put that in yeah. the fucking...
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just not going to listen to them anymore. Sometimes, um,
0: like, when you pick a book and you're just like, oh, yeah... Like, this book is going to be great, and you psych yourself up to it, and it's just not that bad. Like, it's not that good. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're just like, eh, fuck it. It was just a, you know, I t- I, I, put, I had to bite the bullet on that one. And it, it, But, like, when somebody recommends something, it's just, like, you have a certain expectation when it comes to that. And, like, that's yeah. the difference between, like, you know, picking up those books, and you're like, oh, that this cover is beautiful. Like, oh, that sentence is, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah um but yeah that was pretty much it i did meet a lot of authors and got a lot of arcs so i'm thinking for our next episode we can go into those and they're mostly bipoc authors so yeah that's pretty much
0: it i'm down i am down Shanice yeah. is gonna end
1: it with her last reads. Yeah. Please tell me everything. So I'm gonna talk
0: about my last reads. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about my last reads. So mm-hmm. last time I totally um, shitted on a book. Um, it's called I Kiss Shadow Wheeler by Casey. Hey. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, so here's the thing. I didn't actually hate all of it. So let's just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to like how I shitted on it in the last episode. <laughs> I spent like a good like 40 minutes talking about that book. No.
1: Oh my god. Um, but,
0: I'm a woman who always, you know, who I'm a woman up and say um, when I'm wrong. Um, mind you, I wasn't totally loving it 100%, but I acknowledge that the characters were more interesting than originally th- I thought. Um, like, they were, re- they were redeemable, but they weren't totally likable. But that was the point, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm it was it was more complex than her other works and although her writing is some isn't something that is for me i thought it was remarkably more likable than her other work like one last stop
1: mm-hmm. um
0: and i was thinking oh maybe i don't like her writing because this is ya but that's not the case cuz i read ya all the time so like ya romance is like my comfort when i'm trying to escape so i don't know um <laughs> she did a thing where she stuffed so much plot it was like random, but I don't know, because like there was a scene uh, like there was a school scandal and it seemed like it was just thrown in the last minute. But at the same time, this was written in the point of view of a, of a very self-absorbed character. So was it kind of realistic that she didn't pick up on things? I don't know. Hmm. That's not for me to decide because <laughs> I'm not a writer. I'm not it's, that it, writer. You know what I'm I think
1: about Casey? <clears throat> what? She takes really realistic stuff and makes it unrealistic (laughs) yeah does that make sense I don't know but that's what I'm saying
0: (laughs) so in the end I respect McQuiston as a queer writer giving our youth new adult um queer content but I think this book kind of solidified the fact that I'm genuinely don't like the way she writes Mm -hmm. will I read her other work her newer work we'll see because I'm Mm. I don't know, mask masochist, I guess. I don't know.
1: Can um, you not, please? Will I purchase
0: her again? <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. I will Just never don't. make that mistake again. However, if there mm. are any lovers of Casey McQuinstons that would like an autographed copy of I Kiss Cheryl Wheeler, I would love to re-gift this. Hit me up on Insta. Aww. I will personally send it to you. Cute. I don't want it. <laughs> and if you want the other books that I have, well, not the other books. I have Royal White, White and Blue. If you want that one, I will put that shit in the box and then you can take the shit um that's sweet of you going back to yeah of course like it's a signed copy i'm not gonna i don't like her i would rather give this to somebody who likes share uh who likes casey mcquinston Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like would enjoy this way more than me and also like you know i like signed books so like if somebody wants it it's free just take it (laughs) um Everything Leads to You by Nina LaCour. I have Mm. been wanting to pick her up since I read We Are Okay, which I absolutely fucking loved and recommended so many times. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I will read this to you. A A wonder kind young set designer, Emmy, has already started to find her way in competitive Hollywood film world. Emmy is a film buff and a true romantic, but her real life relationships are a mess. She has desperately gone back to the same girl too many times to mention. But then a mysterious letter from a silver screen legend leads Emmy to Ava. Ava is unlike anyone Emmy has ever met. She has a tumultuous, not so glamorous past and lives an unconventional life. She's enigmatic, she's beautiful, and she's about to expand e- Emmy's understanding of family acceptance and true romance. And I feel like where, you know, um, there's this, like, uh, I don't know if it's, like, it's two sides, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, Casey McQuiston kind of solidified the fact that I'll never purchase her again. And mm-hmm. then this book kind of solidified I, the fact that I really love this author and I'm planning to mm-hmm. read her other work. Her, her characters are always so dynamic and she just tells the story so wonderfully. And as I'm reading her, as I'm listening to her podcast, like, the way that she, like, writes is just... I don't know, it's just so different from... It's the it's the way I like my characters written. Like, mm-hmm. it's just developed characters that feel so real. And, like, it doesn't even have to be a plot. But, like, the characters are the plot, you know?
1: Oh, I like that.
0: I like that. Because, like, a lot of the characters that I've read from her... Like, she was talking about something on her podcast where, like... Um, you know, like a moment doesn't have to be a big moment where there's a shift in a book. And she talks about like one of her books, I forgot what it's called. It's like her first work. And it was kind of a shift in the book, but the character is looking out the window at something. And Mm -hmm. that is the shift in her book. She was like, the shift in your book doesn't have to be this big, like, climactic thing. But it can be a big climactic thing in the character, like internally. Like Mm -hmm. you can feel it as a reader. And I I don't know, just something about that I just really liked. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I feel like as far as concept with this book, I read an earlier book, um, a book earlier this year. Remember, I Kissed a Girl by Jeanette Alexander? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And just on concept alone, Nina LaCour did what I wanted from that book. Mm. Yeah.
1: I like that. Are you going to you should read yeah, her sure. or her adult that just came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah,
0: I know. I want to read it. Yeah. Like and she's a book that she's a she's a author that I want to purchase too. like nice. I want her books. Even though yeah. Cass said I want to book, <laughs> book but she doesn't know that I'm going to buy Carrie Soto's back and Nina the books.
1: So. Guys, I, I don't think you know how serious I haven't seen Shanice at the store in like months. She's very yeah. serious about this book ban. Yeah. <laughs> She
0: was very serious about it.
1: Oh damn. Like, I
0: also have to give a lot of books away, which is true. Cause like if you want to live, you know, in a one bedroom apartment in New York, you know, like you can't yeah. bring all your books with you.
1: That's so, true. And so like
0: I'm trying yeah, so like I have to like dwindle down my books, but um mm-hmm. I kiss Cheryl Wheeler is going out first, guys. So <laughs> hit me up. Whoever hits me up first is getting that fucking book. Okay. Oh my god. Um Some Girls Do by Jennifer Dugan. And is hmm. this the second book I've read by her? Yes, it is. Hmm.
1: Giving I another chance. I read Melt With
0: You. Huh?
1: You're giving another chance.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I, I liked her first book. I liked the other book, though.
1: Oh, okay. Good, good.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna, I want to read more of her. Anyway, so Morgan, an a- uh, elite track athlete, is forced to transfer high schools late in her senior year after it turns out being queer is against private Catholic school's code of conduct. There, she meets Ruby, who has two hobbies tinkering with her baby blue, oh, wait, her baby blue 1974 Toronto, and competing in local beauty pageants, which I'm like, yes, do both. <laughs> Um, the latter to live out the dreams of her overbearing mother. The two are drawn to each other and can't deny their growing feelings. But while Morgan, out and proud and determined to have a fresh start, doesn't want to have to keep their budding relationship a secret, Ruby isn't ready to come out. With each we with, with each girl in on a different path toward living her truth. Can they go the distance together? Let me tell you about this book. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for this book for about a month. It is so highly requested. And I had I had it before in March and I didn't get a chance to read it because I thought, okay, I'll just like I'll just like you can like request a longer, you know, like to have it longer. And it was like, no, you thought you could request it longer. Another person wants it. So I couldn't renew it. Mm. So I pushed it up my queue so I could return it back to the library and, like, that's why I read it Um, last... Like, even though I have so many books to read, I read this book because, like, I had got it... I have finally got it from the library. And, like, it was requested again. So, like, somebody else was trying to get it. So, like, now they got it a little early because I, I turned it in, like, a few days earlier. So I'm excited because they get to read it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I really liked the lie. It was a cute sapphic rom-com, and it was exactly what I was looking for. Um, I believe this was the Roe vs. Wade day, and I just needed to read something that was just like not just that day not, was like...
1: wild, dude.
0: Yeah, this day was rough. I read this book in a day and I read another book after that. Like I didn't, I didn't I'm didn't. i not talking about my other books that I read because I have wrote I have wrote <laughs> like, you know, these books down, but I, I need to gather my thoughts about the other ones. But um, <laughs> yeah, I read this book and the other book in like two days and I took like a few days off from work, and I just really sat with myself, and I just didn't want to be on social media. I didn't want to mm. be a part of any conversations. I just didn't want to fucking talk to nobody, yeah. and that's what I did. I read. Which is that's... interesting, because during COVID, I did not read.
1: I know. I know. You're doing yeah. great this year. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you're like, yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah,
0: I am. But you're you're, you're very very, very...
1: Car- carry Soto of you.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. But also, <laughs> Vina's doing very great, too, because she upped her... Um,
1: I, I did. Thing. Yeah. yeah like, I'm, I'm so at 25 right me. now.
0: You know. Yeah. Look at you. That's and crazy. are you reading mindfully?
1: I am. I am. And
0: that is good. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Cast the other day and I'm reading, I've read 42 books so far. Ooh. And I feel like I'm reading mindfully. Like even books that I've, I've breezed through, like I've enjoyed it. Like it, they were rom-coms and like, you can kind of get away with breezing through them. Yeah. You know? And yeah. So like, I'm enjoying myself. I got, I got, this is not a part of the podcast, but I got, <laughs> um, I got more books and I'm just excited. Mm-hmm. More books from the library. Yes. What the fuck? Did I bring it upstairs? Oh yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to tell us what you got from the library.
0: Oh, do you want me to tell you? Okay. Yeah. Hold just on. the titles. Why it. not? Yeah, of course. Uh, I got, let me look it up because I'm not going across the room. <laughs> it's like I'm going to go across the room. No, I'm not going to do that. I did I'll tell you what I requested too. I requested um I request I'll tell you what I requested first. Perfect mm-hmm. on paper by um Sophia Gonzalez, I think Sophie Gonzalez. And I can't mm. see the first name, so, like, that's why. And okay. um, it's called Perfect Paper. And that was the book that I read. I just read the reality TV show, mm. uh, t- the reality TV book. And I really liked it, so I got this one. Okay. I-, I got Seven Days in June. You know that. Mm-hmm. And then I got All About Love by Bell Hooks, which my cousin recommended. And I just can't stop thinking about it, so I got it. Nice. And then I got Meet Me in Madrid by the Ver- verity lowell i got devon and chris plan a wedding by um Ch- Chancia or Shanisa c higgins and then i got where the crawdads sing by um deli um delilah owens mm. see i can't read i'm like delia also- uh, owens like the fuck <laughs> delilah <laughs> well, wait delilah owens <laughs> yeah yep. those are the books i got
1: so happy for you. Seven Days in June is going to be amazing. <laughs> let me know when you pick it up so I can read it with you. Um, Wait, which one? Oh, Seven, Seven Days, days in, in June. June. Yeah, I'll, yeah, you know. I'll, I'll reread I'll it. You know. I freaking love that book. You'll
0: reread it. I can't believe you'll yes. it. Yes.
1: Um, all right, guys. I think that's it. We've caught up. That is it, guys. Yeah. Uh, Jalissa, if you're listening, we are going to record with you next time. Um, yes. And discuss some Latinx and BIPOC books that we've. Accumulated, if that sounds cool. Um,
0: yeah, I'm excited to talk about that next.
1: Yeah, is that it? That's it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it, guys. That is it. We talked your ear off enough. <laughs> uh, thank you for keep coming, keeping, keeping, coming back.
1: <laughs> keep what the heck is that a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's
0: not even a sentence. Thank you for we your continued support books. in our podcast journey. We love you. <laughs> so much also special shout out to the owner of cafe con libros
1: hey yes hello yo her reactions are so funny The
0: messages (laughs) (laughs) they are they were they were um about uh the motherfucking casey mcquinson oh my god i was dying (laughs) laughing she's that was funny that was very funny Thank you so much.
1: I'm Please send cool. us your reactions when you're listening. We, we find them so great and funny. And if you hear I, some tapping, it's I, Luna coming into the room. Hi, Luna. <laughs> yeah.
0: I absolutely love reactions while people are reading. Like, my boss yes. has reacted. Shane um, has reacted to, like us like talking and she's like she says like it's very conversational where she could like have a conversation she's trying to talk to us <laughs> and uh realizes that we're not in a room so like I don't know it's Aww, really cool I like that's it cute. and Patty has done that too hasn't Patty like you know, yes hi too. Patty yeah I
1: love it <laughs> she's yeah, like hi,
0: she Patty answers
1: Patty. when we talk which is really funny um. yeah I
0: love it I, I, I love <laughs> messages like that so keep them coming if you if you want whatever yeah.
1: alright we love you and see you next time love you
0: bye, bye guys